catching you up on the latest stories that you should know heading into this Wednesday morning. I'm Jake Reyes, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Severe weather over the past weekend has caused some Stark residents to have issues getting home after a bridge collapsed. But one woman is trying to help out her fellow neighbors by offering her front yard as a parking lot. I spoke to WFT's Christina Puglisi on the troubles the Stark community is going through and the difference the woman is making. The story takes place in a mobile home park in Stark, Florida. Uh, I was talking to this one woman and uh, the... There's like a small bridge that connects the main road to some of the residents' homes. And that bridge, due to the weather of this past weekend, collapsed. And so these people can't drive over the bridge. The hole at its like deepest is 28 inches. So, you know, that's like nearly impossible to drive over. And even walking over is kind of perilous um, at some points. So she's kind of opened up her front yard as a like, parking lot for these people who can't get to their homes because I mean they can walk even from the entrance where the bridge is they can walk but that's a far walk I actually walked it myself um so it's just easier for her to kind of open up her front yard and have these people park there there is one person who is handicapped who um is parked there right now that's what it said on their license plate they had like the little handicap logo so uh, she's been letting them use the yard as like a way to get easy access to and from their homes Oh, wow. And how did you hear about this woman? Uh, I actually, I'm very familiar with Dixie County. That's where I did a lot of my radio reporting um, back when I did radio reporting. So I went on to the Dixie County word of mouth page and I messaged people a couple of months ago. They had some pretty bad flooding. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, if they had bad flooding last time, more than likely they probably had bad flooding this time too. Let me check in on some people. This woman actually messaged saying that she was in Dixie County for the storm and it wasn't as bad as it was in Bradford County. And then if I really wanted to get a good story, I should go to her house in Bradford County. And I was like, all right, if you say it's worse, then you say it's worse. And uh, from what I've gathered, it was worse in Bradford County than it was in Dixie County. So I transitioned over from the Dixie County mindset to a Bradford County and was able to kind of dive into that story there. And what was it like diving into that story? Tell me about your reporting experience. It was definitely, it was definitely interesting. Uh, I was actually kicked out of the, the uh, community by one of the park management. I did contact management, but they didn't want me to uh, be on the premises, unfortunately, due to uh, some past grievances they have with uh, other reporters who had gone to the community and reported on the community in a negative way. I don't know what those stories were about. I wasn't there to portray management as like a bad thing. In fact, management was actually doing what they should have been doing and they were trying to fix it. And they actually had hired a contractor who was coming out from what I gathered today um, to kind of assess the bridge and try to fix it. So management was doing a pretty good job at that. But reporting on the story was interesting because I've been kicked out of places before. This is actually the second story in a row that I've been kicked out of a place that I had permission to be there. So it was interesting. Um, to have that happen yet again but uh, overall it was a good story you could tell that my character of the story her name is Jennifer Jones she really cared about the neighborhood and she really cared about you know helping these people kind of get to and fro and whatnot Um, she cared 
Um, she even said, she's like, yeah, you know, this neighborhood has some bad beef at times. You know, there's some, uh, there's some drama as she put it, but uh, she wants to try to help everybody that she can and try to mend some, some bridges. <laughs> right. And besides getting kicked out of places, is there anything that struck out to you from your reporting? Well, driving out to the mobile home community, I actually passed this one house. Um, the tree that it was kind of like next to snapped in half and bent over the roof, caving in the roof and kind of buckling the siding on the sides of the walls. Um, and somebody was living there. I Unfortunately, I couldn't speak to them. I didn't have enough time, but um, you could see that there was a car just parked out there. Um, the door was open. People were, you know, there. Um, and so this poor person's house you know I feel so bad for them uh was just kind of destroyed and I mean I can't imagine that's going to be a cheap fix so um as a reporter you know unfortunately there's only so much you can get in the field there's only so much content that you can actually like gather um if I could have done the story a little bit different I would have dived into that person's home specifically but uh that was definitely the most shocking part of today was seeing this home and I actually did my story in front of that home um just kind of talking in front of it about like some of the weather conditions and describing some of the weather damages that we saw in Bradford County that was Christina Puglisi on what it was like to report on the damages of severe weather for the full story visit our website at wuft.org now let's get into some top headlines Florida lawmakers passed a record $112 billion budget to end the 2022 legislative session. Among the billions of dollars in state appropriations are hundreds of millions in local funding. In Alachua County, the budget includes over $60 million for education, more than $94,000 for health, and over $20 million for other projects such as wastewater improvements. The new budget will take effect July 1st. The search for the University of Florida's next president will be held behind closed doors under a new Florida bill. According to the Independent Florida Alligator, Senate Bill 520 will keep candidates out of public records until 21 days before a new president is chosen. The new process is unlike 2014 when UF President Kent Fox was appointed. Previously, the process was subject to the public eye. UF spokesperson Hesse Fernandez says the presidential search is expected to begin this month. You may no longer need to worry about turning your clock backwards anymore. NPR is reporting that the Senate passed a bill to make daylight savings time permanent across the United States. The Sunshine Protection Act, which was sponsored by Senator Marco Rubio, was approved unanimously. However, the bill would still need to pass the House and be signed into law by President Biden to make it official. House Majority Leader Sidney Hoyer's office told NPR that there are no immediate plans to vote on it, but they note that there's bipartisan support for it. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org for more information. I'm Jake Reyes, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great day.